Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a brand new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents First Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of First Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to First Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, an article that I caught on Media Post. It's around engaged teens. You may be getting that yourself. Media Post sends out regular newsletters on all kinds of topics. Women is one of them. Teens is another. This is an article by William Anquish, uh, CEO of Shuttersong, and the title is How to Market an App to a Teenager. Well, first, being a mom of a teenager myself, I'll tell you, it doesn't take much to market an app. My kid uses apps all the time, and in fact, according to Pew, 58% of teens have downloaded an app to their smartphone and apps like WeChat, Vine, and Instagram are the top spots, of course, when it comes to popularity. There are some key lessons about marketing to teens, according to William Angus. One, be real. Be real. Kids can suss out a fake. Um, those marketers who are trying to talk in their own language, don't do it. It's all about user experience. User experience appeals to teen consumers. The other that William mentions is understand what they love. So appeal to their passions as opposed to trying to convince them to embrace something new. Music, of course, is a great vehicle for that. It's an essential part of their self-expression, according to William, and I can tell you that for sure. Again, as a mom of a teen, she, my daughter listens to music all the time. It's amazing. Keep it conversational. You know, uh, teens want to be talked to in their language. Keep it personal and relaxed. Don't use corporate speak and be respectful. Um, at the end of the day, teens are their people, too, I like to say, and um, they hold a ton of wealth in their hands, one of the largest consumers of goods um, in our country, and we need to respect their thoughts and their feedback. We want to have fun with them as well. You know, having your brand uh, be relaxed, non-judgmental, really open and relaxed and fun is going to um, evoke some communications with teens, you know, be in relationship with them and be responsive. You know, it's important that we're available 24-7. Teens are um, very used to being responded to quickly, and so we want to consider that as well. According to William, when building your app, consider involving teens um, all through the process, from the beta process to offering prizes for honest feedback to building their preference um, 
into the whole uh, precision from the get-go. So something to keep in mind. Thank you, William Angish, CEO of Shuttersong, for your tips today. Really appreciate it. Our first profile today is the Gucci girl. Now, they're a little bit older than our teens. They're cynical women in their late 20s, and they're already in the working world. There's about 2 million of these women out there, median age of 28, college grad, single, single employed full-time, no kids in the house. And they're doing quite well. They're making between thirty-five dollars and $90,000 a year and living in urban areas. They keep up with fashion, seeking novelty and change. They love to go shopping, even if they don't actually buy anything. They like to make a statement in a crowd. Um, They want to get to the top of their career. And when it comes to brands, they're not brand loyal. They like to try new things. So whether it's seeking new stores or new brands or, um, you know, trying out a coupon just to, to go somewhere where they don't normally shop is all important. So where do they shop, you might be asking. Well, Victoria's Secret, Banana Republic are all big, New York and company. Even some big box stores like Nordstrom and Neiman Marcus have made the cut. They're driving Jeep and Infinities and Nissans. And they're, of course, wearing Gucci. That's why they're called the Gucci Girls. Kenneth Cole, Calvin Klein, Chanel um, are just a few of their top designers. You can intersect with the Gucci Girl through the magazines that they're consuming. So Vogue, Self, Shape are all big ones. Cosmo and Glamour in style. Um, They're online as well as uh, watching cable like TLC and E and um, Lifetime and Bravo are big as well. On the websites as well for those. They're also getting news at USA Today and they're booking travel through Travelocity. So keep that in mind as well. Well, my guest today certainly knows about teens and teen consumer habits. She's not only a teen herself, but she has founded a teen-targeted company called Yellowberry. I'm talking about Megan Gressel. Uh, She did all of this when she was a senior in high school. So imagine that. You're a senior in high school. You've got all kinds of extracurriculars going on. And yet, Megan found the time to start her own company. You're going to want to find out why she did and uh, how she launched the product that speaks very, very clearly to young girls like no other on the market today. So stick around. You're going to want to hear from Megan when Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, 
Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Your CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back to First Strings. Joining me today is Megan Grassel. She's the founder of a teen-targeted underwear company called Yellowberry. It's pretty cool, and what's even cooler is she did it as a senior in high school. I'm excited to have Megan on the program today. Megan, welcome. Hi, Maria. Thanks for having me. It's exciting. Oh, well, I'm so excited to have you on. You know, I, I read about Yellowberry, and I thought your story, your your family story was amazing, and your story of how and why you founded Yellowberry was fascinating. First, tell everybody listening today, what prompted you to, to found the company? Okay, so Yellowberry started the initial idea about a year ago in March. Um, I was shopping for bras with my younger sister, Mary Margaret, who's 13 at the time, um, and I was 17, and we went from store to store to store and couldn't find anything that wasn't, like, padded, push-up, very sexual, um, or there was, like, a sports bra, jogging bra. There wasn't really any, anything in between for her, and not that she was an overdeveloped girl or underdeveloped. She just wanted, you know, a fun, colorful, cute bra to buy and wear. Um, and we couldn't find one anywhere. Um, and so coming home, I was sitting in the car with my mom and I was like, God, if no one else is going to make bras for girls and I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so <laughs> that was the idea. And, you know, it's like a failed shopping trip that's sort of become infamous in our family. Um, and you know, the, I just sort of, you know, it was an idea that I couldn't lay it out of my head and we just, I ran with it. Yeah, you ran with it all, right? You ran with it all the way to a, basically a sellout. I'm curious, what were your what were your parents' reaction to your idea? Because I'm a mom of a 14 year old, I completely uh-huh. understand where you're what you're talking about. Because I did the same thing with my daughter, tried to find something that was age appropriate, couldn't find it. That's because mm-hmm. Yellowberry didn't exist yet. Um, <laughs> and and I'm I'm trying to imagine if my my senior in high school told me she wanted to kind of create her own company, what my reaction would be. So I'm dying to know what your parents had to say when you said, I'm going to create my own company. I think, you know, the first person I talked to about it with was my mom. And she was kind of like, okay, Megan, you know, I think we're going to ski practice or something from that trip back home. And she's like, why don't you go, go skiing? Like, I'll see you at home for dinner. Um, and didn't really think, like, didn't really take it seriously. And as same with my dad, not that they were like, didn't, 
want to believe in it, but it's kind of, you know, I think we all have ideas all the time that you just sort of, you're like, oh, that would be cool. And then you kind of let it go. Um, but as I continue to push, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. And so they kind of, you know, they became very supportive and they became my, you know, cheerleaders <laughs> moving forward. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have to have the support, especially considering how busy you were at the time. Um, I mean, I I know you're not a marketer, at at least not professionally trained marketer, but you are a consumer. Uh, Uh So I'm curious, I mean, why do you think marketers are so focused on the sexualization of the young girl, especially when there's so many young girls out there who just don't want any part of it? Um, I don't know. I think the old saying, you know, sex sells is very true. It's appealing. It's, you know, you see pictures and photographs and ads for women that are just stunningly beautiful to the point where it's almost not real. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to not want to look like that in some way, but it's, you know, taking a step back to reality and sort of being like, you know what, that's, that's not what every girl looks like. In fact, that's not really what anyone looks like. Um, and so, I mean, I don't really know. I think that it's definitely time, though, for something like Yellowberry to happen that really takes the sexualization focus of girls away from them and onto that older demographic um, because it's so unnecessary for preteens and tweens. Oh, very unnecessary. In fact, it's irritating. Um, and your <laughs> undergarments are really beautiful. I encourage everybody to go to the website, uh, yellowberrycompany.com. Mm-hmm. It is really gorgeous. And I mean, I'm curious. So when you launch your company, um, mm-hmm. your target is a preteen or early teen girl, as you've mentioned. Um, and it's, do you go direct to the girl? Or are you trying to go direct to mom to market the products? Or are you trying to get to both? Kind of what's your strategy there? Um, my you know, I think of it a lot of ways in having two consumers or two customers that you have to sort of win over because you have the mother who, for most 10-year-olds, and even for me when I was 13 or 14, my mom was still paying for my clothes. And so you have to have the mother that likes the product enough to buy it and then the daughter who likes it enough to wear it. And hopefully she loves it. And so I think that, you know, as Yellowbrae grows, I really like to be able to appeal to both sides of that. And I think that the mothers really resonate with the story of Yellowberry. And, you know, this whole shopping trip that I mentioned with my sister is, and as, I mean, I think you mentioned that you had that same experience with your daughter. Like it's, once you mention it and you say that, everyone else has gone through that too. So it's kind of a cool way to like build a community of people that have all gone through the same experience. Um, and from that, you know, you can invest in a product and support a company that's taking a stand against that, you know, first bra or first couple years of bra buying experiences. So I'm curious, how did you build awareness for your new brand? I mean, it's a brand new brand, kind of tackling the big guys. You're going up against the big guys in the industry. So what did you do to build that awareness? Um, I mean, do you mean like how did I grow Yellowberry? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. How did you get the word out? I mean, did you tell family and friends and they told family and friends and before you knew it, everybody, I mean, like kind of what did you do? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm, I live in Jackson, so it's a small town, so as many family and friends as I could tell, it would only really go so far. Um, <laughs> but I, 
I, you know, what really prompted a lot of this was I got to a point where I needed to have more capital. Um, and my parents were kind of like, you know, what, Megan, you're on your own. <laughs> like, this is a great idea, but you need to find a way to support it. And so I wasn't ready to give any way equity in my company. So I looked at crowdfunding platforms. And so I went forward with Kickstarter and I ran a successful Kickstarter campaign um, that was great. And that um, during that time, it gained a lot of um, press through like kind of like a lot of mom blogs and tween girl empowerment kind of things like Mighty Girl and Goldie Blocks on Facebook. Um, but there was an article written by Lingerie Talk, which is like a blog that just writes about um, different bra companies. Um, and that article sort of went viral. And so from there, um, you know, I, I'm dealing with like calculus exams and my AP Spanish class. And then all of a sudden, Yellowberry went from, you know, being super slow and just sort of something that was almost like a hobby to like, wow, this is growing. You know, people are really, they believe in the product as much as I do, which was really cool. Um, for me as, you know, a very young entrepreneur, if I could even call myself that yet, um, was a very like sort of special next step. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you can call yourself an entrepreneur. I think you are a <laughs> successful entrepreneur. Uh, by all means, you should embrace that. But as a young woman in business, I mean, here you are, you're a senior in high school. Like you yeah. said, it's been a year. Uh, you're new to the business. What barriers did you experience? I think for me, um, the biggest one was that I would go to – because in in where I live, there's like a lot of people that have a lot of great knowledge and expertise in apparel and in entrepreneurship and whatnot. And so um, as I sort of moved forward with the idea that I need to grow this beyond this hobby, um, I would call someone who maybe I knew through a friend of a friend and you know sit down and have coffee with them and they would – it was sort of like I was too young or I hadn't graduated high school. And so I didn't mm-hmm. have any of the credentials that most people at this point would have. And so it was kind of a way for me to like really have to work hard to build up like the validity of my brand on a small scale here in Jackson um, for people to even just take me seriously. I mean, I would take them like an idea and, and they'd be like, oh, you know, that that's cute. That's sweet, honey. <laughs> and then I, I think it, it took a couple months, but I think now most of those people that may have doubted me um, hopefully realized that I was pretty serious about starting my own company. Uh, yeah, really serious and, like I said, really <laughs> successful as well. I mean, I can see where your youth may have been a barrier initially, as you said. Uh-huh. A hard time for them to take you seriously right away. Right. But as you said earlier, you know, you were getting some pub. Your Kickstarter campaign was extremely successful. Right. I went back and I saw you overachieved your Kickstarter campaign really well. You were getting right. that pickup by mom bloggers, and, and that article was probably the one I read, actually. So uh-huh. I would imagine, though, on the other hand, your youth actually played in your favor as well because it did create that buzz. I mean, because you were so yeah. young, I would imagine that really was what, in a large part, captured people's attention. Yeah, and actually, I was, I was having this conversation with my mom the other day, kind of making fun of her because I was like, you know, mom, if you would have started this, I don't think it would have. I think it would have been very different because you're right, and mm-hmm. I think that the consumer is really attracted to someone like myself who. You know, just because I am not older, that doesn't take anything away from my ability to do something. And I may not have all the answers, but I definitely have the drive and the ambition to make something happen, Um, which is cool (laughs) to be young and to be able to sort of, you know, stand up for myself in a business environment. 
Exactly. Exactly. Definitely stand up for yourself. And as I said, being very (laughs) successful. And I do want to talk about your success, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you just how successful Yellowberry has been. And I think listeners will be surprised. So everybody stick around more from Megan Grassel when we return. Purse strings. We'll be right back after a word from our advertisers. Conversion Conference makes its way back to Chicago, June 17th through the 19th. Register now at conversionconference.com. Hi, this is Tamash, host of LPO. Our last show of 2014 is coming up in Chicago. It's going to be our biggest Chicago show. And for my loyal webmaster radio listeners, use promo code WMFM for $100 off. We'll see you in Chicago. Remember to listen to Tim Ash Mondays on webmasterradio.fm for landing page optimization. For the latest details on Conversion Conference, register for Conversion Conference Chicago now at conversionconference.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. Rock the world with LinkedIn. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. I've been chatting today with Megan Grassel. She's the founder of a teen-targeted underwear company called Yellowberry. She started Yellowberry when she was a senior in high school. That's just a year ago. And we were talking about uh, some of the challenges Megan faced when she was launching the the brand. Um, also, some of the fact that the her youth played to her favor. And all of this was prompted by the fact that Uh, She went on a shopping trip with her 13-year-old sister at the time and could not find an age-appropriate bra. We've all been there. If you're a mom with teens, you know what I mean. But Megan, at the end of the day, it's one year later, and Yellowberry has seen some startling success. I know you sold out pretty quickly of your inventory. So talk a little bit about that success and what you think attributed to your success. Um, I think that, you know, the product is really cool and fun and it's a new concept for 
girls, you know, to have the option to buy a fun colored, like non padded push up bra. But more than that, the social message of the company, in my mind, is, um, you know, as important, if not more important than the actual product. Because, you know, you're standing up against sort of something that's, I mean, not necessarily a problem, but definitely something that's gaining awareness in our culture with this like early sexualization of girls. And so it's, it's a great way for people to sort of, you know, you may not realize it until you hear the Yellowberry story and see what it stands for. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you know, that is kind of, you know, I had that same experience when I went shopping or when I saw this magazine or whatever. And it's a cool way to sort of take a stance and kind of say, you know what, I'm going to just enjoy this growing up process and wait a little bit until I'm like ready or, you know, and that, t- that time when you're ready for those sexual bras is like different for everyone. But Yellowbird is just an option. Mm-hmm. And I think that that experience of like buying your first bra is, you know, it's less awkward <laughs> in my mind mm-hmm. um, with a Yellowbird bra than with, you know, in the middle of like a department store with women around you in mirrors. And it's just so awkward. <laughs> but yeah so awkward and embarrassing and just not appropriate in general exactly so now you've had this huge success are you going to stick with your core products or do you have plans to expand beyond that um I think without a doubt like we will always have bras and I am you know we're working in product development right now to work on some new styles um, and I think that it would be really fun to go into underwear and some swimsuits. Um, I, I don't think that there's any limit and I don't, you know, I don't see any limits. <laughs> so um, it's fun to sort of just take it um, slowly and keep everything sort of under control as I can um, and continue to move forward with that, though. But it's really exciting. Yes. Well, and you graduated from high school, so congratulations on that. Um, yeah, and I know I read it. that, Yeah, con- despite all of that, you know, you yeah. got through finals, you launched your company, all yeah. of that. So congrats. That's huge. Thank you. Um, and I know I had read that you were considering delaying college. So did you end up delaying college? Are you in college now? Like, can you talk about your personal future? going to continue to run Yellowberry and go to school? Kind of tell everybody what your plans are. Um, you know, at this point, um, I'm going to Middlebury College um, and sort of de- I'm deferred for a semester right now. Um, but Yellowberry is definitely kind of the focus point in my life right now. It consumes all of my time and I love, you know, I love it. But I also think that the thing that for me, I am looking at college maybe going a little bit later than I had planned on, you know, for the whole 18 previous years of my life. Um, But Yellowberry is definitely my first priority. Well, congratulations on Yellowberry from (laughs) mom to another mom out there. And we, all of us moms, thank you for Yellowberry. And we know it's going to continue to be hugely successful. And for everyone listening today who wants to learn more, do go to yellowberrycompany.com. You can learn about Megan. You can learn about her family and her family's story, that shop trip. Look at all the great products. And uh, Megan, congratulations and best of luck. Thank you so much, Maria. Thanks for having me today on your radio. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy to have you on. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me right here for another edition of Proof strings next Tuesday at 3 and until then make it a great
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.